welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to the special holiday edition of Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, for those, for those just tuning in, uh, this is the third episode, so I strongly recommend going back and listening to the first two uh, before you uh, pick up on this one. But... Uh, before we dive into it, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and do a quick round of introductions among all our players. You get to know everyone. So, uh, first of all, uh, Anos, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Well, I'm Jess. Uh, I'm playing Anos. The uh, she's a sphinx um, who is has trouble with time, and so kind of seems a little bit lost and slightly ditzy. Um, I'm glad that the my companions did not eat the uh, sidewalk that was uh, supporting us. Um, until it got on so, the ground. It would until have been it got fine. on the ground. <laughs> Bunch of haters <laughs> fall to our death. Um. So yeah. All right. Up next, Fred. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? Absolutely. I'm Chris. Uh, I am playing uh, Fred, uh, as I like to go by, but my real name is Frederick, uh, or something, something like that. For, for, yeah, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled differently, anyway. It's Fre- it's it's Frederick. Uh, anyway. I'm, uh, you Can you know. tell we didn't come up with these characters? I didn't name it. Chris named it. I, I came up with the name. Absolutely. Fights get it? <clears throat> yeah, something like that. It's, it's you know, whatever. Uh, Fred. Uh, but yeah, I play the, uh, the human barbarian. And uh, I like to slice things up, as you could say. That you do. And has long flowing golden locks. Oh, absolutely. Of majesticness. Alright, and up next, uh, Felix, would you like to go to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. My name's Chris. I'm the other Chris. I'm playing Felix Ganther. And Felix is the veteran of the group. He f- feels like odd deja vu because instead of all the smooth missions in between that he's been through, right now this feels like his first mission. Because everything he's trying to do is going wrong. Like, he's a rogue. He's a human rogue. And, like, he can't do any sneaking because his fellow people are throwing popcorn all over the floor. He can't have conversations because people are, like, trying to figure out what's going on. And it's just, it's a huge mess. But he's okay. He just knows it's just going to be one of those missions where everything's going to go wrong. It'll, it'll all be okay at the end. And for our listeners, if, if any of you remember, Felix was around back in the original holiday episodes last year. Yeah, he was going through much of the same thing that Gus is going through now. <laughs> all right. I was around too. You always forget about me. Well, I, I know but just straight up lore-wise is literally always around. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes more than more than other times. Uh, yeah. So up next, uh, Ignite, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hi, I am Gus. I'm joining the podcast uh, for this special episode. Thank you, Tony, Woo-hoo! for inviting me. Yep. 
and I am playing Ignatius Nightfellow, a.k.a. Ignite. Yeah, so Ignite is uh, kind of actually feeling more in place now that we're tossing fireballs at stuff and blowing stuff up and fighting stuff. He now feels home, but uh, during that two-hour walk, he was really trying to figure out some way to grab one of the bricks and eat it because, man, that was, that was some good brick, and he couldn't quite figure out why the brick tasted so good. He's never had sugar before. Um, and <laughs> he really liked that brick. And uh, last, uh, Johan, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I am Brandon, and I am currently playing Johan. <laughs> <laughs> Do not adjust your screen, your uh, audio. This is how he's talking this time. <laughs> and Johan is a mechanical toy and doesn't exactly know who he is or what he is, just knows that he's been around for a little bit and is trying to figure out exactly what happened to him. He hopes to one day become a real boy. <laughs> I've got no strings to hold me down. (laughs) (laughs) So last time you guys arrived in Atumnus, you made your way through, followed the trails, and then uh, eventually found yourselves in an area um, and were looking for and being a little bit concerned about the rats. And no sooner did you mention that than the ground began to shake and holes began to open up and rats became pouring out of a rat kin anyway became pouring out of them and i mean you saw like 30 rat kin in the the previous uh battle that you had back in uh hop the host manor building but uh, or the great hall but this is far greater numbers this is hundreds possibly thousands of these creatures there is just, no matter how effective you were at battling them there is no way you could stand against the entire tide and hope to survive. So I just lean back to the group and look at them and say, put up your hands and follow my lead. They appear to be just like rampaging, red eyes, weapons drawn, teeth bared, and coming at you. And we are going to go into a skills challenge. I was going to do the whole, take me to your rat leader. That line's wasted now. Correct. <laughs> yeah, Man. that you are That's absolutely okay. correct. That line is now wasted, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll never be brought up again. All right, <laughs> so we are going to use Johan as the success path and Anos as the failure path. Yes, it's Aww. not me. You yes. hater. That's the first time in two years it hasn't been me. Well, That's you're awesome. not here to stumble duck around the failure path. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 nice. It was a close second between Anos oh, and Anos and Ignite, but since Ignite <laughs> is the uh, is is the new guy here, I figured we wouldn't pick on him. Boo. That's very nice of you. Seems about, but I mean, Ignite. That seems uh, antithesis <laughs> to how we usually operate. <laughs> so, uh, the goal of this skills challenge is to find a way to escape the Rat Tide and figure out what's driving them forward towards you. One other thing I forgot to mention is the, there is a sort of a cloudy, foggy haze over this entire area, uh, but it is slightly like a dark pink in color is the color of the fog. Hmm. How scrumptious. 
All right. So do we have the skills to pay the bills. I don't know. Do you? All right. So uh, everyone, go ahead and roll initiative, please. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. And we will go ahead. <laughs> I didn't sing it that well. And uh, uh, first of all, uh, Johan, what did you roll on initiative? I rolled a twenty-one. <laughs> Uh, Ignite, what'd you get? I rolled amazingly 5.03. 5.0. Well, it's, you rolled a 5, you have a 3 point, a three modifier. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Fred, what'd you get? I rolled a 19. Alright. And Felix, what'd you get? I got a 9. Okay, and Anos, what'd you get? I got a 14. Ah, yeah. And uh, the, so we're going to do a skills challenge. This is using Lord Kensington's skill challenge rules. Uh, So the standard rules apply. If you, um, if you, you can use any skill you want, as long as you can justify it in your actions that you're doing. Uh, When you take your actions, you then uh, pass to the next um, person. That person cannot use the same skill as the person immediately before them. Uh, additionally, they you cannot use the same skill as you used on the previous round. Uh, you will require eight successes to pass the skills challenge and three failures to lose. So, And our goal is to get past them? So your goal is to escape the rat tide. Find some way to okay. evade them before they get you. And do we have any sort of rerolls available? You do not have any rerolls available for this. Okay. Aww. All right, so uh, first up we have Johan. Yo, Johan is kind of concerned about this cloud coming in. Um, would that be a magical cloud? It very likely could be a magical cloud. Uh, he would like to try and identify what it is so he knows how to combat it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me uh, your choice of a Knowledge Arcana or a Spellcraft. Since they're both the same, and I'm pretty sure I don't have to worry too much about taking one away from Fred, either one. Um, I'll just go ahead and do Arcana, and I got a 30. A 30 is a Ooh. success. So Impressive. As you guys are running frantically, uh, you... Uh, take into your input port some of the uh the no 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 no. that's not no 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 i have an output port (laughs) (laughs) no we're not doing this guys (laughs) don't don't mislabel my io Uh, oh boy so you 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 are able to sample some of the cloud not enough to have it affect you directly but enough to identify what it is this appears to be some sort of magic that uh, is of the enchantment origin, uh, having something to do with uh, mind control. Hmm. So, danger, uh, enchantment. That's it. What kind of enchantment? Unidentified. All right, Fred, you're up. You've just been informed that there is some sort of enchantment danger around. Sure. 
you guys kind of stopped a little bit to have this conversation to listen for Johan. So the rats got closer and uh, they are almost upon the group at this point. Okay. Uh, and they're only coming from one direction, right? Uh, they are coming from three directions. So there's one direction that's there, but there's still more like of those whole portals that are opening up around you in okay. most directions, and you're rapidly trying to take the path that doesn't have openings at this point. What direction were we heading? Like, were we... You were heading towards the northeast, and you were still heading in that direction at this point. Sure. Uh, so I want to usher people so i'm gonna like start getting them you know ushering them to go but then i'm gonna turn around at the i guess the the approaching rats and try and um let out a furious roar and try and intimidate them okay sounds good go ahead and give me an intimidate check i rolled a 12 all right I'm real intimidating. <laughs> so you're so fierce. You are so fierce. So that is a failure. And Oops. so what what happens is Fred uh, turns around and goes, and like a whole bunch of them stop in their in their pace. But unfortunately, Fred had to stop in order to do this, and the ones on the sides kind of pounce Fred, and Fred is now on the ground with rats swarming all over him. Fred was too pretty like, to be intimidating. <laughs> but I'm not that pretty. I'm really not. I just have golden locks. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Up next is Anos. So, um... Intimidate is off the table. Okay. Uh, can I pull an item out of my bag and hope it does something? I will... Is that considered a, a skill? So if you do, if you go down the item path, I will give you a 50-50 chance. So you are accepting a 50% chance of failure. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Um, I'm going to go with uh, something else. Uh, I'm going to use perception and try to... Uh, see a way that's through the rats um, that would be the best way of going okay sounds good so try to find the the best path that you can go ahead and give me a perception check 18 18 is a success so uh, Anos finds a path that uh, gets everyone forward uh, with the exception of Fred who is still trying to fight off the rats that have penned him down so he's kind of separated from the group at this point but Anos is able to lead everyone else to safety, uh, besides Fred. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just here anyway. Oh no, Fred! Thank you, ER. Anyways, <laughs> I'll go out. I'll go out heroically. That's that's what I like. All right. Up next is Felix. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back for Fred, using kind of like my ability to escape. Um, dangers okay and so i'm gonna try to figure out a way to get in grab fred and uh, get out even though he's huge okay um i'm gonna try to just 
whether it's like a certain maneuver or a way of swinging Fred around or something okay. like that to get get them all off. So, so you're going to use an escape artist to like weave through the crowd of them to get to him to help him fend him off? Yep. Okay. Awesome. Natural one. All right. Ooh. That is a... F- wave, your, wave your Fred back and forth. That is <laughs> a failure. This is going great, guys. Oh, that's going great. <laughs> that's going great. Yep. This is this is par for the course. Hey, so. I got mine. <laughs> you did get yours. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Your character ah. is now dead. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for, for, so Felix turns around and and says that he's uh he he won't leave a man behind. So he goes through and weaves through the crowd, and he makes it back to Fred and realizes after he's freed Fred, got he he successfully pulled out both of his swords, uh, got. Pin them off of Fred. Fred's back up standing and ready for battle. But the, the problem is now that, that uh, Felix takes a look around and both Fred and he are completely surrounded and separated off from the rest of the group. This is going great, guys. Up next yeah. is Ignite. So as I saw our fearless leader uh, turn and run back, uh, I, I wait a moment and then come behind uh, and seeing that it's not terribly going well. And uh, and seeing as you know that him getting Fred out is not not going particularly well, I I conjure up burning everything, all the stuff on the ground, anything I can see. I, I try to set it up blaze, and I say, "Rats, you will fall back!" And I light them up as big as I possibly get. So, so you make as big of a fire as you possibly can. Yeah, and, oh, and it, try because rats are afraid of fire. Obviously, well, of course, it's all dark here, obviously. and so I, I, I try to intimidate them to get the heck back and you know leave my okay. people alone. All right, so go ahead and give me a spellcraft check. All right, I was going for intimidate, but or you can give me intimidate too. I'm fine with either. <laughs> Which one's higher? Wait, wait, wait! Before <laughs> you answer. Okay. Uh, it, that is mm-hmm. a success. What you? Well, well, I guess. No. What did you roll first? <laughs> I rolled, <laughs> rolled a 19. All right. That is a success. There. And started a forest fire. You started a forest Good fire. Job. Actually, quite a large California, forest fire. California appreciates this. Cal- now, I'm pretty sure California does not appreciate this. So we went from bear trees to Smokey the bear trees. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Would you we have like lost. a gender reveal party? And, and, and we, we've successfully lost all of our listeners in California now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, the first holiday episode we took out uh, Ohio. Now we took out California. Well, we're just we're on a roll. I mean, we got forty eight states left, so let's let's <laughs> hope for the best. I mean, we'll get to, to alienating the rest of them later. <laughs> Give us a while. We'll get there. So, um, yeah. So you you uh, so. Uh, Felix and Fred are battling and realize they're surrounded and it looks somewhat hopeless. And suddenly just this massive light on the dawn almost seems like sunrise is happening uh, until they realize that it's just this wave of flames that just kind of washes around and over them and scorches them slightly, but not not (laughs) much. Uh, But the rats that were surrounding you flee in terror for a moment until they can kind of regain their composure. And you see in the middle of where the, that all that fire originated is Ignite standing there, just kind of like breathing heavily, having just unleashed as much fire as he possibly could. All right, come on, let's go, let's go. All right, up next is Johan. 
Alright. I would like to use some prestidigitation to distract the rats. Okay. How are you using prestidigitation to do that? Are you like juggling balls and like, hey, look over here? Uh, let me see exactly how the spell reads. I might be using Mage Hand, but. Uh... Yeah, because prestidigitation <laughs> is just basically like tidying yourself. Party like, tricks. For party the most tricks part. for the most part. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you. It's also the hardest word in the English language to say. I'm. Prestidigitation? <laughs> I'm. No, pretty no, much that's, a... no, that's, that's Worcester sauce. I'm making. <laughs> it was the best of sire shires. It was the worst of shires. Uh, All right, I will uh, make some shiny objects. Okay. Ooh. Or shiny illusions. Okay. Uh, so that would either be a bluff or a spellcraft. I will use spellcraft because I'm actually okay. capable of doing that. At a All right. Rate. 16. Do we have to roll a possibility of getting distracted or can I like use my I mean, like if, get my willpower? So, no, you you don't get distracted because uh, Johan realizes that you would likely get distracted and creates it somewhere out of your line of, out of your direct line of sight. <laughs> and uh. so, so Johan creates a the, these a bunch of just shining lights off in the distance and kind of dances them around and uh, it some of the rats who have now regained their composure are kind of temporarily entranced by different things as uh, Johan distracts them long enough for the entire group to re recombine. So, uh, Frederick, you, thanks to Johan and Ignite's efforts, are able to, along with Felix, rejoin the rest of the group. What would you like to do? Oh, okay. We're, so we've rejoined the group. Got it. Okay. Uh, is there rats ahead of us, then? There are some rats ahead of you because Ignat kind of directed his flames one direction, so there's, yeah. they're coming around the opposite direction now. Sure. So I lead the charge and am going to um, basically clear the way and just like sweep, uh, kind of sweep along ahead of, uh, you know, running along and uh, taking my sword and just kind of sweeping along, trying to get the clear, clear way for everyone else. Okay. Uh, what skill are you using to do this? Uh, I was thinking more of uh, acrobatics, like kind of like flipping my sword back and forth. And sure, I'll, I'll allow it. Those are fabulous <laughs> gestures that you're making, by the yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought so. So for those that those at home, while while he's rolling, he took his hand in a fist. And then he did like a shimmy yeah. with his shoulders. Yeah. That's what you do, right? <laughs> it cut. It was pretty. It kind of. It was pretty fabulous. Kind of looked like he was doing the mixing bowl dance from the '80s, but in a back and forth motion. It's kind of stir, stir the pudding. <laughs> stir the pudding. Yeah, there you go. It was there basically the dance of the sugar plum fairies. <laughs> there you go. See exactly. You got All it. All right. So having learned the lesson of watching the sugar plum fairies, uh, Frederick tries to. Uh, perform it himself again with his sword instead of with nothing in his hands and in doing so ends up flipping a bunch of the or flip, knocking and or intimidating several of the other rats aside um, at this point in time uh, you see a clearing um, in that clearing you see a uh, what looks to be a couple uh, like a sort of a, a, a raised up surface there are 
two chairs made of stone in there that appear to be seating two people and in front there appears to be a orb of some sort and this pink mist appears to be emitting from that orb hmm. uh, up next is Anos um So perceptions out and intimidates out, right? Uh, acrobatics, or acrobatics. Uh, and when what is the rat situation? The rats have been. Uh, uh, Frederick cleared a path uh, from it, from you guys to where that pink orb is at this point, but um, there are still rats coming up that have kind of regained their. Uh, awareness or are no longer distracted by okay. Johan's uh, dancing lights. Okay. So I'm going to roll intimidation and uh, I growl at them and like I try to flash my claws but they can't see that. So, But I just like I growl and roar at them. Okay. And I don't get it because I rolled a one. Alright. That is a failure. And that is our third failure of the skill challenge. Amazing. Uh, I feel like such a failure. So, uh, at this point in time, uh, Anna kind of looks at the rest of the group and says, Okay, I got this, guys. Grrrr. It <laughs> <laughs> usually works better. At which point the rest of the team for a moment is just distracted by, like, what is she trying to do? And before <laughs> they, uh, they get a chance to gain... Uh, regain composure and figure out what's going on they realize that the rats have completely surrounded them and they just kind of overtake and swarm over the group and different people are drug into different holes under the ground sorry guys that was my bad intimidate the new diplomacy <laughs> <laughs> right two crit failures on intimidate in that skill challenge that's pretty impressive yeah yeah we're I'm a very so scary fierce. crew. I'm super Grr. scary. <laughs> Growl. Growl. All right. And I'm just shaking my head because this is the way all the missions go. So <laughs> we are going to uh, start, first of all, with Fred. You wake up. You have a pounding headache. You are... Realize very quickly you are upside down and that there is some, some somehow they've wrapped like vines or something like that from the roof of this cavern around your feet and you are suspended upside down. Okay. You're, you're still wearing your armor, but your sword appears to be missing. Um, no. Around you in no, the room, you also see um, Ignite, Felix... Uh, but you cannot locate either Anos or Johan. Curses. Curses. Say, hey, fire person, uh, are you are you awake? Hello. He just he does not appear to be responding. Okay. Felix, are you awake? He also does not appear to be responding. Guys, no one help me here. All right. I've done so many sit-ups, I can just, I'll just like <laughs> pull my, <laughs> pull myself up to my feet and try and untie myself. Okay. So you pull yourself up to your feet and yeah, you, you have the, enough raw strength that you can like rip the roots apart and 
you fall unceremoniously on the ground with a thud. Uh, you stand up, uh, kind of trying to figure out if, uh, if you alerted anyone with the rather loud fall, but there does not appear to be any rats in the room. You're also not sure how much time has passed since you lost consciousness. Uh, I want to do a quick glance around the room to see if I can see where my sword is. Okay. Uh, you do not see it in this room. Okay. I then try to get down Felix first and then uh, ignite. Okay. You're able to leap up and pull them both down and they both land again unceremoniously with a thud which wakes the both of them up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey. hey. Where are we? I, oh my head. I don't know where we are. Felix, you also notice that both of your swords are missing. Oh, crud. Yeah. They took our weapons. I s- uh, which is bad, because usually they can't see them. How are they able to see through them? I don't know. They shouldn't have been able to see them. Also, the cat lady and the toy man is is missing. Well, hopefully Anos didn't go back without us, so we'll have to find him. Let's, uh... What else do we see? What else is in the room? So you are in a room. It's, well, it's dark because uh, you're underground. There's really no sources of light that you can see. But you can kind of feel. Do you fe- want me to? Oh, God, sorry. Uh, you can feel around and kind of feel that it's it's a soft uh, earthen floor. You kind of can smell the moisture in the air. Uh, it seems like it's like a freshly dug cavern for the most part. But most of what you feel is dangling roots from the plants above that are kind of brushing against the top of your head. Would you like some light? Uh, let's see if there's anybody around first. Can we do a check to see if we can hear anything or how far away anyone is? You all listen very intently and do not hear anyone. Hmm. Okay, yeah, a soft, a soft light will work. Alright, I cast Dancing Lights. Okay. And they go off normally, and so there are now four orbs of light uh, that are kind of moving around that Ignite can move anywhere he wants uh, at his will. I direct them to move around the space as as I discover more about the space. Uh, It looks, uh, in the upper left, it looks like that's how probably you were drug into here, but that uh, hole has now been recovered. It looks looser than the rest of the soil. Perhaps you could use that to get back out. There does also appear to be another hallway that goes deeper underground. That is open. I th- I think we should probably go deeper. I can't imagine that they left Anos and Johan up, up above ground. I wouldn't imagine they would have, considering we are here. So, so I'll take the lead and look for traps, kind of go stealth. I'm going to move in a stealth manner. As down the hall. Uh, as we go, I'm going to keep the dancing lights back where the edge of light is just basically about where uh, Felix is at. Sounds good. So uh, as you move further forward, um, you find uh, it, like the ground gets more firm. And Felix, being the person who's up in front, you begin hearing a voice. It sounds like a gentle voice talking. Put out the light. Put it out. Okay. Okay. Uh, You continue to hear the voice. Hey, who put out the light? 
Um, <laughs> and it looks, it sounds like Anos is trying to give advice to someone to, to try to, you know, tell them what how to fix something. That checks out. <laughs> All right. So go go quietly, um, stealthily towards uh, Anos' voice. Okay. Um, you eventually get up there, and the closer you get, you eventually start seeing a light. You find an older man. Um, he is wearing sort of these goggles with multiple layers of like magnifying lenses, and he has your friend Johan on some sort of a slab or kind of makeshift table. Uh, Johan does not appear to be conscious, and the man is kind of looming over him. Anos is standing nearby trying to help him and really it doesn't seem to be all that helpful. Uh, but he doesn't see the, the old man doesn't seem to really mind and he just seems to, you know, keep pulling tools out of his tool belt and trying to put Johan back together. It looks like something got a hold of Johan and tried to pick as much of him apart as possible, but didn't really get that far. Do you, you also notice that Anos is not wearing her saddlebags at this point as well? How did they see through that? Anos, what what happened to your saddlebags? So did we walk in there yet? Because I was going to ask if it's um, readily relevant that uh, he is trying to fix him, or does it could it be construed that he's maybe trying to take him apart or be malicious? It could be construed either way, but he doesn't, based on the demeanor that he's doing it, it doesn't appear to be any malicious manner. But um, okay. if you're not uh, familiar with technology at all, I mean, I you, could be, I'd go, you could go either way in your mind. <clears throat> okay. So I kind of look over it at Anos and say, what happened? He's trying to fix him. Okay, I see that, but where are your saddlebags? Did the rats take him? I'm assuming. You assume when by the time you the the um, the guy who's working on Johan uh, when he woke you up, you didn't have your um, saddlebags anymore, and oh okay, uh, Johan appeared to be disassembled next to you, and that's and he's been working on him ever since. I I didn't have them when I woke up. Oh okay. So I walk. Um, walk I want to walk over and like stand opposite of the man like across the table or wherever Johan is uh, laid out and be like like be real interested in what he's doing and be like can you fix the toy man I believe I can um, I'm, I'm currently working on it let's see this should go here and if I tighten this are you the tinkerer some call me that, yes. What's your name? I am the Tinker. <laughs> okay. So everybody calls you that. <laughs> yeah, that's your name. <laughs> uh, do, do, while he's doing this, having this conversation, I start casting Mending, trying to help out the process. Okay. Which actually does help out because there are some areas where he's able to tighten screws, but there's just pieces that are just straight up broken that you're able to help repair. So... Anos, your your bags were gone. My swords were gone. His sword was gone. How did they see through the magic to know that to take our to take your bags to take our swords? Every other mission, they haven't been able to see that. I I don't know. I don't know how they got a hold of them. You all notice that your pins are also missing. I've oh. been unpinned. Oh, you hadn't you hadn't uh, thought to check until now. 
Okay. Who would have been smart enough to know to take off our pins? What? We missed our pins? I check and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh. That that seems bad. Tink that... Tinkerer, you can see us in our natural form. You don't seem to be disturbed. Are you used to seeing creatures of like us? I've been here for quite some time. In fact, I'm not originally from here. There's a great many things that are odd I've seen. and I exist to put things back in their natural order. I was once a part of your organization and decided to leave. I didn't like the way they did things. What do you mean? They come in, fix a problem... And then they just simply disappear as if into the wind. They never stick around to actually make sure that things go correctly. I see. Did so, do you have the ability to know what hap uh, how they knew about the pins? Did you see what happened? Or are you a prisoner here? No, I am no prisoner. Did you remove our pins? I did no such thing. Your pins were already gone by the time I got here. But, if you need help, I can certainly help you figure out where they are. Yes, that would that would be excellent. Before we do anything else, we need to get our pins back and our weapons back. Uh, I believe before we do anything else, I need to get your friend here uh, back up and running. So, yeah. so back to, roll back to uh, organization that we work for that I just found out about today, like three seconds ago, is bad <laughs> and evil and destroyer of worlds. They destroy no worlds. They they seek to do the greater good, and more often than not, they succeed at doing so. But they, I don't believe that they ensure that things go well. They simply swoop in, fix a problem, and then flee off into the night. So you're saying they're incompetent? In a manner of speaking, and there. And he flips the switch, and Johan's eyes open back up. Initializing. <laughs> Little toy man. Hello. Hello. Where? Your voice is back. Am I? Oh, can you fix his voice so that he can speak full sentences, Tinker? I can, but that would take me some time. It's the damage dealt to his uh, his his vocal box is quite substantive. He's really annoying to talk to. <laughs> That's rude. I never, I never know when he's he goes, done his sentence. Yes. As far as locating your pins and your other equipment, one moment. And he, like, you see him reach over and he, like, pulls off, like, just a piece of his normal clothes. And it, uh... like, it, like he, where a brooch would be, he just pulls off, like, a gear. And as soon as it comes off, it turns into another one of those brooches. Um, Did he, you make the brooches? Or the pins? He look, As he pulls it off, you notice this is one of the bronze ones. And he looks at it and goes, They are that way. And in answer to your question, yes, I was the one who originally created them. He puts it back. As he took it off, you kind of see him, like, he, like, changes shape for a moment into, like, a... Uh, he looks kind of like still the tinkerer, but instead of wearing kind of his raggedy clothes that he appeared to be wearing when you walked up, he's wearing a suit and tie underneath him. And then he puts the pin back on and the raggedy clothes reappear, and the pin fades back into a gear again. Men in black. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
have you had, were you able to convince anybody at the agency to create uh, a mending crew or a stay behind crew to help do cleanup efforts? I attempted to convince them and was told if I wanted to do it so badly, I should do it myself. And so I did. I think, I think you're right. I think if more of us went back to the agency and said that we could start a, d a division of cleanup crew so that you don't have to do this by yourself. If you wish to do that, I would happily, I, I would be very happy for you to, uh, to engage in such an effort. And if you would needed assistance from me, I would have, I would absolutely offer you what aid I could. The reason I went here was simply because this is far enough away that Aegis can no longer interfere with me where I'm well outside of their normal range. So are you in this same time chunk space shard thinking all the time or I don't do you pop between them? They the these the alignment only happens once every few millennia that allows alignment? travel here. So you stay here all the time. I haven't left since I came, but I used to be other places prior. Would you would you like to come with us and help us finish this mission, and then we can go to Aegis together and try to convince them to do a, a cleanup crew? Because I don't know if I can convince them myself. I'm a junior agent. I have no interest in returning, but I appreciate the offer. Very good. Would you like to come with us to finish this mission? I have my own my own destinations in front of me, but what you seek will be, and I'll, at, at that point you just hear a boof. Just a huge explosion and just like snow starts pouring in from the other way and then shortly afterwards evaporates. I think you'll find that they are rifling through your friend's saddlebags. Oh no! <laughs> they can't do that. That's not going to work well. <laughs> time to go. No, I'm serious. Explosions yeah, time to go. may happen. Start, start running towards the uh, exploding snow. Okay. So as we're going, I whisper to Johan... I, Johan, I, I meant no offense whatsoever uh, about your talking. No offense taken. You maybe <laughs> are annoying maybe. as well. Johan, maybe, maybe we can work something out. Like, when you're done talking, just say, like, over. So you're like, I am Johan, over. Then we know, like, oh, we can, you know, respond and not cut you off when you're not done talking. But that is inefficient. Oh, you're done? <laughs> <laughs> It would, well, it, that, the, the, the pause at the end there would have been like shorter so it would have been more efficient no <laughs> <laughs> I suppose at this point we're probably at the uh, snow exploding room yeah, yeah. so you find um, a couple of rats who are like one is like in the corner like almost crying it's, it's trying to figure out what happened another one appears to have a wreath that's like bounded up and it's like completely tied up in the corner um, another one is, is uh, just it's fur is burnt and it's scared and there are two more that are like frozen solid as ice cubes fireball <laughs> oh god <laughs> really 
<laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Let's go. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Oh, God. <laughs> he, we don't. We don't want the horde on us. We got. We got to be quiet. Take care of them quietly. He starts hearing me cast. <laughs> Roll it. No, Stop. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, you, you started hearing me make the noises, and you, you said all that to make me stop. Oh, so, yeah, so that's you what don't, I was gonna try so you to don't do. cast it. Okay. So I don't cast it. Let's Fair enough. stop. Bound them, disable the rest of the rats. I, I bum rush <laughs> one and and try. Basically, I bum rush in and try and like grab as many as I can to okay. grapple. You're, you're able to grab one, and the rest kind of. I you can grab one of the ones that isn't frozen. Sure. The other two uh, flee off and kind of create their own burrows and disappear off and they, they reseal themselves behind well there goes our stealth yeah they're no they know we're here now let's find our weapons uh you see a pile of your weapons your pins and the saddlebags all in one spot Whew, i put on my pin and my saddlebags and a couple of the pieces of what were johan but have since been replaced by the tinker okay so there's, so there's, there's I... johan's spare parts this is upsetting but also <laughs> not upsetting I am conflicted <laughs> why are you conflicted Johan this is me and not me <laughs> the parts. I don't know how to process this You're... just put them in your bag in case you get You're broken better again. now though I have a bag I don't know, do you? I don't think he this does. This one did not have. You don't have a bag? A bag. Okay, I'll put it in my bag and we'll give, we'll give you uh, spare parts oh. later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, you see one last hallway that le seems to lead back upwards. So I have this rat in my hand. Yep. I, I like it. How big is it compared to like me? Can I hold it with one hand or am I got both hands oh, around? Yeah, it's 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 like it, it's yeah, it's about like three little maybe over a little bit over three feet tall. It's about the same size as Johan. Okay, a lot so, lighter though because it's not so metallic. I have both arms around it holding it. Oh, you're giving him a hug, and, That's so and nice. I'm like, what do we do with this one? Once, one second, where's the rat king? He, he looks at you and just kind of like points at the hallway that's going up. And he goes, he's that way. Let me go, please. The pink cloud. Um, is it ebony? Is, does it originate from the orb? Yes. Does the Rat King control the orb? No. The orb controls the Rat King. Hmm. Ah. Anything else controlling the orb? I, I I don't know. I don't understand how these magic things work. I squeeze him. So there's no tighter. There's no one that created it. There, <laughs> there's no there's no one that created the orb. I, there's no one controlling the orb. I, I I I don't know. Did someone invade and try to take over the Rat King? I don't remember. I squeeze him tighter and say, "You better remember." Ah! <laughs> no, right, no. I think go. he literally does not remember. Okay. There's a lot of that going on around here. Okay. All right. Tell, tell no one we're here, and you can let him go. Right. And he, he finds the person named No One. I he, drop he's, him. He's, he's <laughs> he scurries away and burrows his own hole. 
So instead of a bear hug, you were just giving him a rat hug. Yes, Aww. exactly. Mm-hmm. And now you have a friend. All right. Cool. So what next? Let's let's go up the hole. I grab my weapon. <laughs> <laughs> grab my weapon and start up the hole. <laughs> Uploading. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, on that note, you guys, you guys emerge back on the surface, and uh, you find yourselves pretty well right in front of the uh, that that pink orb you saw earlier. Okay, let's uh, let's try to smash it. I I rush up to it. Halt! I can't. Well, I want to identify it. Okay. By all means, go ahead. Go ahead and get. Go ahead and give me a spellcraft check. All right. I'm uh, casting detect magic around, looking for traps or any sort of nefarious things. Ooh. You do the trap dance. I rolled a 32. A 32 Woo. is very good. It um, you're able to identify that this appears to be fey magic. That's it. It it was it's a mind it's a it's essentially artifact level item that is of fey origin and it's it, it essentially it's able to control a being and anything anything that considers itself subservient to that being. Plumeria. Hmm. Would it be dangerous to destroy it? Um, with a thirty-two, you're not entirely sure, but you think that destroying it would at least. What the hell would I have to roll? You don't know if it would be dangerous <laughs> to destroy it. You do know that it would, uh, it would end the effect. Can that orb be removed? Like, is it attached uh, to a, anything, or is it? It's attached to a post on the ground, but I'm sure it could be removed off of that post. Let me. Try something. Wait, 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 wait. I go to, I go to remove it. Okay. It is very fragile glass looking. Uh, but you're able to successfully take it off of the post. It's still, even not attached to the post, it still appears to be emitting the uh, the pink gaseous stuff. Pink gaseous stuff. Cool. Sounds dirty. Did my detect magic detect anything? It detected that it's an enchantment effect. Did I but detect anything traps around the area? Like that. You do not detect any traps around there. You also detect that the orb is incredibly powerful. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to kind of expo- expound upon that craft spellcraft check earlier, or maybe I need another one. What would happen if I threw it in the saddlebag? Please don't do it while it's attached to me. <laughs> I'm just assuming uh, that the saddlebags are some sort of bag of holding equivalent. They are more or less. The Your extrapolation would be likely it, it the effect would be terminated uh, at that point. However, it may also somehow affect the remaining things that are in the saddlebag in some way. Possibly good or possibly terribly bad. Oh, no. So take what you know of the campaign so far, then divide it by what you know of Tony, <laughs> and, and figure out the answer to that question. Put it, put it in the bag. 
I just got <laughs> in the era. campaign completely. Uh, yeah, and and us at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really want to put it in the bags, man. <laughs> I have no use magic device. It's real bad. Um, uh, I, I don't either. Have as a, I don't have the spell. I have, a, I have the skill. I don't have the spell. No, no. Yeah, I have the. Sweet. I have a little bit of use magic device. I can try. I've got eleven of use magic. Device. Oh, that's actually pretty solid. That is. Oh, that's, that's actually that's pretty good. Solid. Yeah, right. you should. You should try that. Fireman. <laughs> All right. So can you? I'm gonna okay, operate go. this. I. As I hold it up to him. <laughs> I, I like pause to see if he's done. Not really <laughs> sure if he's done talking. Yet. <laughs> And then I take it. Okay. Uh, and I attempt to see if I can inspect it and figure it out and see if there's any sort of way to turn it off. All right. Give me a use magic device check. 19. 19. So you figure out that you, so think, you, close. you think you might be able to take control over the orb and you kind of channel energy into it. And then suddenly it just shatters. And so that the, happened. And like the gas that kind of like was inside the orb that made it, gave it the pink color just kind of like flows onto the ground and flows out and then just kind of seeps into the soil. And the fog that was over the entire area seems to fade away. I think I turned it off. <laughs> that, you real delicate, something. newbie. Good job, noobs. Let's let's figure out. Let's see if we can find the king. It's interesting that that magic was fey. And oh no, I don't know that. What kind of magic was it, Johan? Fay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting that magic was pink and fay. One of the uh, fairy queens was pink and fay. So we probably need to have a conversation with Plumera when we get a so chance. The uh, the Rat King his. Or uh, it was a distraction. So in in the two chairs behind the. Uh, the, the drone, you see two people and now that you're that much closer and the cloud is kind of cleared, you can make out who they are. You see one of them is the Rat King, who is a lar very large rat, um, probably almost the size of like a hill giant, uh, sitting oh in one of the thrones. And on the other throne is sitting Clara, seemingly sleeping. It's a classic oh. story. Of a rat king over to and Clara, a, a princess in love. You don't know that's the princess. Um, so we should go over to wake wake up you Clara and see if see if she's okay. Know. We should probably take this with us. You don't know who that is. Give the, me a second. No. Give me a second. That is. Okay, go for it, Clara. <laughs> oh, the princess. <laughs> <laughs> We must <laughs> save her. <laughs> You're like, I, I thought you were talking about the orb. I was like, what are you talking I about? I was talking dude? about the orb, that we should take the orb with us. Yeah. It shattered. I was like, I don't get it. I was all confused. Probably. Oh, so that's Cl Clara. Let's wake her up and let's, let's uh, see if she's okay. Yes. Okay. Since nobody is listening to me, I just pick up the pieces of the orb. Okay. And, and put him in my satchel. All right. Uh, the rat king kind of like his eye like blinks a couple times and like the reddish purplish color in his eyes kind of fades and he has his eyes come back and he goes, you, who are you? 
who have broken the spell. I am. And Clara kind of like stirs and starts waking up too. Johan. Johan. Well met. It's been quite some time since I've had control of my own mind. Do you know who caused this? I do. Plumeria. Tell us. The, okay, I was like the sugar queen. <laughs> she or the queen of sweets. She came here and she she used this on me to take control of my forces, casting us as the villains for nearly a decade. Where's the king and the, Wait, the prince? A decade. Yes. That is the time frame I remember. You don't remember before the last decade? Negative. Whatever befall, befell your memory may have been the same thing that befell me. I think Plumeria's reach goes deeper than either of us know. This is Sounds wrong. upsetting me. What? That's uh, Rat King. Do you know why Clara's here? She was brought here by my subjects under the control of Plumeria. Do you know where the king and the prince are? Yes. I do. The king, sadly, has been destroyed. Do you have, like, Johan disease or something? No, I have, I have, dra- You're doing I have dramatic causes. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Johan, is, it, is this contagious? I poisoned the well. I poisoned the well. <laughs> no, the, the the king has been destroyed, unfortunately. But the prince is alive and well. I have one okay. problem with this. Why did uh, Plumeria send us here if she's the one that is mind controlling? We are the only military force under her control. She likely sent you here to have you killed by my people, as you were too close to solving. Then why didn't they kill us? Do you usually kill the people who come to you? I'm sorry? Do you usually kill the people who come to you? We do. We dismantle them as much as possible to scrounge for what, whatever lies, and sadly that's what happened to the king. And Ugh. I do not wish to be dismantled. I, I don't think you have to worry about that now, Johan. The, we're uh, we're good. Simmer down there, number Johnny Five. The curse. <laughs> there are several curses Plumeria has used. The worst was the curse of the Tinker. She stole some of the Tinker's things and placed a second curse. She controls the orb that controls that curse back in the Sugar Plum Forest. Curses. And is that, she the one that teleported us here, by the way? Yes, yes. she is. Okay. Yeah. That curse would, if broken, would, would free the prince, who you see standing here before you. And he gestures at Johan. Johan, you're a prince. How nice. This does not seem okay, so- likely. I am Johan. This was all really orchestrated by the Plumeria, the Queen of Sweets. She took over my people nearly ten years ago. She stole some of the mechanisms from 
the Tinkerer and used them to create a curse that changed several of the members of the species into toys, things that are of my creation, Johan here included. And in doing so, she that erased the memory of both, both their own memory and any memory of them from that point and prior. So all of the toys we saw in the city were actually once people? Yes. Ooh! When your rats tore apart the toys. Eee, that's... That's messy. So, to break the... So we've broken one curse, the curse over you and your people, but now we need to break the curse <clears throat> that Plumera yes. has over the prince. And over the tinker. The, the tinkerer? What, what curse does she have over him? So the the Rat King explains the Tinkerer was has been affected. Now he has some sort of power that allows him to resist some of her effects, but um, she's essentially using him or using what he's built to make these toy people. But by the Tinkerer's own will, at the same time, they still have retained their own free will as well. Hmm. Um, so. Plumeria doesn't have control over the toy people, likely much to her dismay. But I'm assuming that she sent you all here to end you. She saw you as threats to... I mean, from what I heard from my subjects, you summarily stopped our invasion once we had taken the uh, Clara here. My apologies. No, I, I think that's good. They they wouldn't have done further damage. I don't think he's done yet. Yeah, he does this. He'll. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe I could get you to where I believe the other. Uh, orb is that is controlling the other curse okay. is Clara still asleep go. at this point no Clara's awake no, she, was she, 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 she was waking up and she's kind of been just watching and she goes so if you're the prince that makes you my brother then right logical why don't I remember you I have no memory either. So this curse is affecting both of you. Sounds like it. Does she look like a toy or a human? No, she looks like a human. Can somebody explain to me why he's that and she's not? He came ten years ago. She must have. Plumera must have put a curse on him. She just got here. Apparently she wasn't hasn't been here long enough maybe to turn into a toy either way we're gonna have to go stop plumera who's she was a mere child at the time the curse was was cast i'm guessing plumera did not consider her a threat but hmm. now that she's only a year away from being old enough to take the throne plumera wishes to i guess remove her was my my guess but what would she gain out of it regis well, would take over the throne not her the region of toys would take over and 
since he's also affected by the curse, I'm assuming she was trying to figure out some other way to take over control of him and thus the entire kingdom. That's the best I could piece together. I'm not entirely sure. So, the king is dead. The king is dead, yes. I am sadly the prince. You are the prince. I am king. And uh, king you should be, yes. Unsure. Well, let's get you uh let's get the curse broken first and then you can decide. Well, let, allow me to and he, he like claps his hands twice and says, "My subjects, come Escort them to the center of the sugar plum forest. And two, like, rats, like, burrow up. And these are, like, bigger rats. They seem to be, like, more, like, would have been more in charge or intimidating. And they they tell you, come, follow us. And they just kind of burrow in and, like, create these holes. Okay, then. Do, like, we just dive in the dirt? Is that what you... How does this work? We just... These holes... These holes are of magical origin. They can transport you quite a ways. Do I like hold my breath? Or they're just tunnels. We'll just we'll just walk in the tunnel. Let's all go in the right tunnel. So we'll follow the the right hand rat. Is it actually like a hole, or is it like a gradual tunnel down? It's like what's well, kind of like, it looks almost like a sinkhole. Like you would step into it, and it would like pull you in. I do a cannonball into it. Okay. Fred just disappears right into it as though it was like, Let's nothing. go! I, I shake my head and say newbies, and I just step in. Unadvisable. Okay. <laughs> well, it's too late now. <laughs> uh, I will... Do we take... Let's take Claret with us. Okay. Claret goes, certainly, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll follow wherever. She might be safer here. The Rat King says, I, I cannot leave my subjects, but I can certainly keep her safe while you deal with Plumeria. Also, she does not know. She is awake again. What do you mean she doesn't know she's awake again? I think he means Plumeria doesn't realize that this curse oh. is Oh. Now that we've solved that mystery, I have run over to the hole... And I grab my nose like uh, like I'm awkwardly jumping into a pool like a six year old does, and just. Is I that how they up. swam in the medieval ages? <laughs> <laughs> you don't apparently know, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, grab my nose and uh, jump in. Eventually, all of you guys enter the uh, the 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 p- tunnels. And you feel dirt as you travel through it. You feel dirt and mud on every inch of your skin and your clothes. Uh, interesting. Ew, 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 ew. Inter- My fur, it's gross. Told you to cover your nose. <laughs> interestingly enough, it moves quicker than you can imagine. Uh, you just feel like you're rocketing through just piles of dirt. Um, and it's How only... That... What? Oh, go ahead. How would that feel against my fur? Uh, very abrasive. I don't like this. Uh, it, it's only a mere a few minutes before you feel yourself explode out of the earth. And shortly after you pop up, <laughs> the, you see the, the ground beneath you is solid again. 
and then you feel a short rain of dirt fall back on your heads of the dirt that was displaced <laughs> when you pop up. I have been polished. <laughs> yes, and at this point, Toy Man. In the far distance, nearly 700 feet away, you see another orb, similar to the first, but a slightly different color. Uh, before you have any opportunity to approach it, you see a large image of. Are you going to be okay over there, Chris? <laughs> Chris is broken. He's, he's very broken. Brandon, when he said that, he's like, I have been polished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Charming as always, guys. <laughs> My output is clean <laughs> and shiny. In the distance above the orb that you see, uh, there is a face that appears in the sky. It appears to be an image of Plumeria, but it projected somehow and enormous in size. And she says, So the Rat King's forces didn't kill you after all. You must have killed him then. Very well, that's one less threat I have to deal with. Yes. Well. What? Yes, he's, he is dead. We're coming for you next. Oh. I'll take you out. And I, I do have to thank you for bringing the prince to my, to my doorstep to be crushed. I'll figure out what to deal with Clara if she survived the, rat, the ordeal with the Rat King, but I still have a year left to handle her before she's able to take the throne. Where is the prince? And she just smiles and goes, Ah, you haven't realized. And then you see this, like, all these pieces of candy, like, come down from the sky and the ground and things like that and assemble into this large, uh, uh, huge, actually, golem made entirely of candy. Um, oh no! And uh, he just, you know, stomps really hard right in front of you, and we are going to end this episode here. So, uh, say it thank ain't you, Snow. <laughs> <laughs> got got a little Johan on that one, right? So thank you again, listeners, for listening to the, uh, yet another uh, special holiday edition of Paper, Pencil, Dice. So feel, feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, comments, or feedback. Uh, you can reach us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, until next time, have a happy holidays and keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.